Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us tonight, uh, today again for um, time with uh, fellowship with each other and a time of uh, an encounter with God. I hope you and your families are doing well and uh, I pray that as we share this word uh, from, the, from the Lord today, you will be encouraged, you will be blessed, you will be strengthened in your faith. I'm bringing, uh, I'm taking it up from last uh, week sermon and looking at Daniel in a situation where he found himself tested to be able to determine whether he could stand up in public for God. It's a challenge we all go through. It's a challenge that we face every day in various situations. We face the challenge of representing God in public, in restaurants, at our workplace, in our communities. We face it with our friends. We face it in, uh, sometimes even with our families who may not be believers. We are called as children of God to be the light and the salt of the earth. We are called to be Christ's ambassadors on this earth to represent him in uh, everything that we do. So I am praying that this message will really encourage you, strengthen you, and help you to know that it is important for us to let the world see Jesus in us. And it is okay even for us to be able to let the world see Jesus in us. There are many people who do all kinds of uh, terrible things, uh, things that humanity doesn't even have to see. And they seem not to even care about it. But we have, we have a hope. We have um, uh, something that will bring life, that will bring transformation, something that will bring uh, uh, eternity uh, of a relationship between man and God. And that is Christ in us, the hope of glory. So my prayer is that you will not find it difficult. You will not be embarrassed. You will not be ashamed. Um, and like Paul, you will say, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God unto salvation. You will be like that and you will stand for Jesus no matter what happens uh, and what comes uh, to you. Um, Daniel, like we have learned in the past, whenever he had passed every test in, that was brought upon him in his life, he got a promotion. And last week we saw that he was promoted again and became the, the leader of uh, the governor and the, the leader of all the governors of, of Babylon under King Darius at that time. And because of that, his friends didn't like that. His friends didn't like him. The other uh, uh, leaders or rulers did not like what was being given to Daniel. And because of that, they found a way to implicate him to put him in trouble so they set a law they set a rule that uh, went to the king and said uh, he should set a rule stamped um, uh, put a stamp on it that if anybody within a period of 30 days prays to any other god or to any other human being that person was supposed to be thrown into the lion's den and that is how Daniel was caught in that trap we hear from the story that when Daniel did not uh, did hear about this particular declaration from the king. He didn't go to plead his way. He didn't cause a riot. He didn't call people to start um, protesting. He rather went to his God 
and did not let what they did or said prevent him from continuing to uh, 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 practice his faith. He went to his room and he prayed three times, just as he has done all the time. We are encouraged to know that the Lord is encouraging you and me to pray without ceasing. So we came to the point where we ask ourselves, why was Daniel not afraid? Why did he keep this commitment, this dedication with God and his commitment to the Lord, even though it meant nearly his death? It, he could have lost his life and he could have easily just kind of compromised about it, taking those 30 days of prayer off his agenda. But he decided that no matter what was uh, was brought upon him, no matter how much his life was threatened, he, he had a mission, and that mission was to proclaim the name of the Lord, no matter what was being said or what was declared by the king. He would pray to the living God. And so there were certain reasons why I believe Daniel did not actually um, uh, yield to the king's desires. Today I want us to look at it from Daniel chapter 6 um, from, and verse 10 specifically. And the, uh, the scriptures tells us that uh, now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God, just as he had done before. Let's bow down now. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to come and teach us. Father, send your Holy Spirit to be our teacher, to convict us, to direct us, to motivate us, to strengthen us, that we will stand, O oh God, for you, no matter what the world throws at us. We are being besieged by the enemy. And I pray, God, that you will be glorified in us, even as we hear this word. In Jesus' name, amen. So Daniel made up his mind. Daniel decided that no matter what has been declared, he had a mission. His mission was that nothing was going to interfere with his communication with God, even if it will mean his death. He will stand up for God and declare the glory of the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is, that is what we need. We need men and women today who will say, no matter what, how, how much our faith is being tested, we will declare the name of the Lord. We will hold family to our faith. We will not yield to the temptations or the desires of the enemy. We will be able to stand strong and to glorify the Lord um, in our lives. So Daniel could have compromised. You may have the opportunity to compromise, but are you going to take a stand for God? Or you're going to stand firm and declare to the Lord and to the world that yes, my God is faithful, even if he desires not to uh, save me from this particular situation. I know that his name will be glorified. So why was Daniel not afraid to stand up and speak up for God in a public place? Have you found yourself in a situation like that? When you know that at this particular time you are, you are not popular, 
and your ideas are not popular, your faith is not popular among your peers, would you say that you will declare the name of the Lord no matter what was being thrown at you? Would you hold firm? Would you stand firm? Would you um, be able to hold on to your faith and not yield? And in the midst of temptation, in the midst of all kinds of trial, would you declare the name of the Lord like Daniel did? There are a few reasons why I believe Daniel was not afraid. And in our lives, we may be facing all kinds of fear. You may be facing all kinds of fears in your life. This may not relate even about you declaring um, uh, and holding firm to your faith. But just life's challenges may be bringing fear into your life. Daniel stood for this reason. He was not afraid for this reason. Number one, he remembered God's faithfulness in past tests that he went through. He remembered that God had delivered him from the hand of, of uh, um, King Nebuchadnezzar's authorities when he was asked to eat food that was offered to idols. And Daniel said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to hold firm to my faith. I'm, going to not, I'm not going to yield to anything, but I'm going to believe God to deliver me from it. And God delivered him from it. You remember when he was thrown into the fire? Yeah, his three friends were thrown into the fire and they stood firm. And they, 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 they declared the name of the Lord. They held to their faith and God delivered them. He remembered all those things. If God had been faithful in the past, he will still be able to hold firm to whatever he has promised me. I believe him. Daniel had already been through several tests and God had taken care of him and prompted him, um, protected him to, from all these other tests that he went through. So he believed that God is able to do it again. When he will not eat the king's food, God protected him. When he would not bow to the king's st statue, God protected him. When he delivered bad news to the king, God protected him. And if you will stand for God and only turn back and remember the goodness of God in the past, that same God who was with you during those trials is still the same God today and he's able to deliver you from any situation you find yourself. Isaiah 46 and verse 9 puts it this way. I make known the I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to, to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. That is what God says. He will continue to do whatever he pleases. In our lives and in the lives of others. First Samuel 12 and 24, but be sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully. With all your heart, consider what great things he has done for you. God has done a lot in your life and you need to hold on to the past miracles, wonders that God has performed in your life and don't be afraid. Hold firmly to your faith and know that the same God who was with you in the morning is still going to be with you in the afternoon. A songwriter says that he's the God of the mountains 
and he's the God of the valleys. He will be able to deliver you. He will be able to hold you firm. He will be able to, to encourage you. He will be able to, to guide you. He will be able to direct your life. He will be able to lead you. God is able to perform wonders. Even at the time that you feel that you are alone, he has not left you and he has not forsaken you. The second reason why I believe Daniel wasn't afraid and you should not be afraid is because he had a consistent communication with God. Daniel prayed three times a day because he knows that, you know, I can always go to my God and he will hear me because there is a relationship between us. I can talk to him at any time. I am go going to rather present this issue to him. And I am not going to be afraid. And Daniel did that. And as a result of that, God protected him. God held him um, in his hands. And God showed up and God answered his prayer. Daniel 6 and 10 that we read says that when Daniel heard this, or learned that the law had been signed, he went home and he knelt down as usual, as he has always done in his upstairs room, with its windows open towards Jerusalem. And he prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. He did not let the king's declaration prevent him from doing what will honor God. Hallelujah. He didn't let that prevent him from glorifying God. Hallelujah. He didn't let that, that, that declaration put fear in him and not let him keep up with his uh, uh, communication with God. The secret to standing strong is kneeling often in God's presence. The secret to us being able to stand strong and overcome life's challenges is when we learn the habit of kneeling, going before the Lord and on our knees and talking to him and praying to him and that will bring victory to us. The more you kneel in prayer, the stronger you will be when the heat is on you. The more you are committed to talking to God, communicating with God, the more victory will come upon you, the, the more you will be able to take a stand when those challenging times come. Would you make prayer something that is consistent, something that you, you do all the time, no matter what happened, no matter what situation you find yourself, you know that God is in you and you can always turn to him. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 says that, pray in the spirit on all occasions with all, your, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray in the Spirit at all times. In other words, don't give up, don't quit, don't yield, don't just surrender. Pray at all times. And pray not just for yourself. Remember God's people. Remember God's uh, uh, servants who are laboring in the field. Pray as well for them. Colossians 4 and verse 2 says, Devote yourself to prayer, being watchful 
and thankful. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't yield. Don't surrender. Always commit yourself to praying and communicating with God. And that is where your strength will come from. Your strength will come during the times of trial. Because God will be by your side. The third reason why I believe Daniel was not afraid was because he saw that the rewards of standing up for God were greater than any risk that he could take. And brothers and sisters, your rewards for standing up for God are bigger, they are greater, they are much better than anything else, than any risk that you're going to take. God has assured us of many, many blessings in his word. And he says that if we stand up for him, he will be there for us. Look at the, the testimony of the um, early, early church in Acts chapter 5, verse 29. When Peter and the, some of the disciples were being arrested and imprisoned and they were being threatened, threatened by the religious leaders at that time. In, in Acts chapter 5, verse 29, it says, But Peter and the apostles replied, We must obey God rather than any human authority. Would you obey God? Would you be the, the, the servant of God that, that says, I stand for Jesus. I stand for God and nothing will move me. Nothing will shake me. Nothing will prevent me from surrounding to the desires of this world. There are benefits to every one of us when we stand firm publicly to declare the glory of God. If you take a stand for God, in the public or in public, God will bring such blessings upon you. There are lots of blessings that are uncountable blessings that will come upon us or upon anyone that takes a stand for God. And these are some of them. Number one, if you take a stand for God, that challenge of fear, you will have victory over it. You will have victory over fear um, when you take a stand for God because of the promises of God. Remember always that fear is just a temporal feeling that you are going through at this moment. Fear for anything that you may be struggling with is just temporal. Fear is uncomfortable, but it, is, it won't kill you. It was not going to take your life. Fear will not destroy you in itself. Um, whatever that is coming around it is what we need to be concerned about. But thank God that we have a protection in Christ. Fear is described as false evidence appearing to the, uh, to the real mind or to whatever that is real. It's false evidence. It is not something that can really have that uh, uh, kill you or take your life. The real thing is what it is trying to generate in you. Fear grows when I give into it, but lessons when I move against it. When you give into fear, then it will grow. But the more you move against it, then you will have victory over it. Isaiah 41 verse 10 tells us about what God uh, uh, um, considers um, to be a remedy for our fear of his presence. His presence should come to us and take away every fear in our lives. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Don't be afraid. 
I am with you. Don't be scared. I am with you. I will hold you firm in my hands. That is the remedy of fear. That is the most uh, blessing that you can think about. The most, um, uh, uh, the greatest antidote to your, your situation of fear. God says that he will be with you. Brethren, is the creator of the heavens on the earth and the earth is with you. Why would you need to be afraid? Why would you need to be scared of what man can say or what man can do? Remember that God says that don't fear because he is by your side. What are you going through now? What situation um, do you see that is beyond you? That is, that is greater than the thoughts that you have. Remember what God is saying. He is with you. He is by your side and he will strengthen you. Second Timothy uh, chapter 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given us any spirit of fear, but of, uh, of power, love, and discipline. God has not placed in you and me uh, a fear for the enemy. He has given us authority, power over the works of darkness. He has given you authority over the principalities. He has given you the ability to be disciplined no matter what comes upon you. Psalm 34 and verse 4 says that, I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all my fears. When you see God, when fear comes, that is what you need to do. Turn to God like Daniel did. He turned to God, he prayed, and God answered his prayer. Whenever we take a stand and we see God's face, when that situation comes, God will show up and God will glorify himself. I want you to take note of the prayer of the early church when they felt afraid. When they felt afraid of the, the, the threats that were being put on them, they decided that we are not going to take this upon ourselves. We are going to be the Daniels of our day. And what did they do in Acts 4.29? And now, O oh Lord, they prayed, hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness in preaching your word. Amen. That is what we need to do. When you come and encounter anything, whatever you may be going through, financial fear, whatever you may be going through, um, uh, fear, if you are listening from, uh, uh, from Canada, in, in, our, in our city here, in Winnipeg, whatever you are in any part of the world, it may be an immigration issue. It may be a, a, a situation with your boss. Go and ask God to intervene for you and God will hear you. The second blessings that you receive when you stand up for God in public, no matter what comes upon you, is that your faith and, and character will be built up when you stand up for God. Your faith will be strengthened. Your faith will be made strong and you will be you will see God's glory in any situation you find yourself. You you, you will be strong even to be able to to do greater things. Because Daniel and his friends had seen what God had done in the past, they kept their faith continued to grow and they stood firm. The more they stood firm, the stronger they became in their faith. And this testimony spread through the whole uh, world. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse, verse 8 says, So never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord and don't be ashamed of me. Uh, 
either. Even though I am in prison for him, with the strength God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. With the strong God gives you, be ready to suffer for the sake of the good news. Standing for God is a victory over fear and building your character as a child of God. Stand up for God because your faith and your character in Christ will be strengthened and you will be bold. You will be able to walk uh, with God in every aspect of your life. If you stand for God, there are blessings. The third blessing is that standing up for God promises, I uh, provide God an opportunity to perform miracles in your life and in the lives of others. When you stand up for God, God will be able to perform miracles in you and in the life of others. Miracles only happen when we give God the opportunity to perform miracles in our life. Daniel gave God that opportunity to perform a miracle, to do a miracle, to prove to the world at that time that his God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. His God is the almighty God to prove to the world that our God is still alive and is able to do far more than we can even imagine. He's able to perform miracles. Give God that opportunity. At this time in your life, in the situation you face, give God that opportunity. And I believe that God will work his miracle. Give God an opportunity to touch the hearts of your boss, to, to provide you an opportunity of a job, to, to, to solve your financial situation. Give God uh, that opportunity to break through whatever burdens you carry. Give God that opportunity to give you deliverance in your life. Daniel gave God an opportunity. He said, I am going to stand for God and let him take care of the rest of what he wants to do. Daniel 6, 19 to 23. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish. Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you serve so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions. Think about it. Here is a king who actually didn't like to destroy Daniel, but he had signed that anybody who disobeyed him and his decree was supposed to be uh, killed and thrown into the lion's den. And think about how his night would have gone, sleepless, tossing back and forth. Early the next morning, he goes to the lion's den, called out to Daniel. Are you alive? Has your God, the most, the, the, the servant of the living God, he now was admitting that he, King Darius, and their gods were not alive, but the God of Daniel was alive. Your God is alive. My God is alive. And we need to hold firm to him and believe in him. Daniel answered, Long live the king. May God, my God, send his angels to shut the lion's mouth so that they will not hurt me, for I have been found innocent in his sight. And I have not wronged you, your majesty. My God has sent his angels. The lions have become my friends. 
There are lions hovering around you wanting to destroy your life right now. There are lions that the enemy is sending around to take control of your life and destroy you. I want you to know one thing. Your God is able to shut those lions down and to bring victory in your life and deliverance in your life, no matter what you find yourself doing. When you stand up for God at work, in your community, before your friends, at a game, um, that you may be attending in any situation in fact, at school and anywhere else it gives other believers an encouragement and they see your courage and they will give God the glory and God will perform his miracles in your life and in their lives as well as well now the fifth blessing that you receive when you stand up for god is that standing for god serves as a witness to unbelievers standing for god will serve as a witness to people who do not know jesus acts chapter 4 and verse 13 says the members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures, and they also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. Daniel stood firm, and what happened? King Darius embraced his God and proclaimed him as the, uh, the, 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 the most high God. When we stand firm uh, um, in our faith, when we stand up for Jesus, the world will see and the world will embrace our God and the world will declare that our God is faithful. We see uh, 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 King Darius' testimony. We see this in the early church. When the believers, early believers stood firm, and they proclaimed the name of the Lord. God showed up. When Daniel stood firm, in Daniel 6, 25 to 28, King Darius also embraced and proclaimed and declared that his nation and every people on the earth under his authority at that time was supposed to worship the, the God of Daniel, Meshach, and Abednego. Listen to this. Then King Darius sent his messenger to the people of every race and nation and language throughout the world. Peace and prosperity to you. I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should tremble um, with fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, and he will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed, and his rule will never end. He rescues and saves his people. He performs uh, miraculous signs and wonders in the heaven and on earth, and he has rescued Daniel from the power of the lion. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus and uh, the patient. He, the very God who had decreed that everyone should worship him and anybody who does not will be thrown into the lion's den, now comes out because of Daniel's testimony and says that every human being on earth at that time needs to worship the God of Daniel. Why? Because one man stood for God. Would you be the guy, the lady that stands up for Jesus? Your testimony will bring people to Jesus. Because Daniel stepped out, Darius became a believer, 
And would, wouldn't you like your boss to become a believer? Wouldn't you like your friends to also come and taste and see that the Lord is good? Remember this, my brothers and sisters. 18 generations later, we still see the impact of Daniel's story in our lives. 20 generations, many more generations to come until Jesus shows up. That testimony will prevail. Would you let your testimony prevail today? and forever. Matthew chapter 2 and verse 1 to 2 says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from east, um, eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem and asked, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. Let the world come to worship our God. Let your testimony Declare that our God is good. Let everybody come to know that Jesus is Lord. Let me give you the last blessings. If you will take a stand for Jesus. Standing up for God produces eternal reward. You will be blessed forever and forever. You will see God. And he will be your father. And he will be your God. And you will live with him forever and ever. If you stand up for him, those that stand up for Jesus will never be left in the cold or be ashamed. Matthew 5, 11 to 12. God bless you. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because of you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And, mem and remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Remember that your reward will be great in heaven. Let me end with a question for you. What are the challenges that you are facing that are preventing you from standing up for God? What are your, your difficulties? What are the stuff that you are going through that are preventing you from uh, taking a stand for Jesus? What is it that is holding you back? What is it that is keeping you away from testifying that your God is good? I don't know. The one thing that I know is that those that stand for God will never be ashamed. Your reward is great in heaven. Be a Daniel. Be a man. Be a woman that testifies about God. No matter what trials and temptations you may be going through. Our God is faithful. May you be strong. May you find that you have victory over fear. May you be delivered from any powers of darkness that are waging war against you and trying to prevent you from being the person that God wants you to be. Just remember, in whatever situation you find yourself, God loves you. And He wants to continue to help you grow in His uh, relationship with you. I pray that you will be a Daniel today in whatever you do. God bless you and make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you now and forevermore. Amen. Please join us. Visit our um, website, um, Glorious Hope Community Church, um, G-A-C-C-H, um, 
www.ca and share with us whatever that you want us to pray for you. Visit us, help us to be able to uh, uh, continue in this ministry. Um, pray for us and, and also make a donation financially if you are able. As you do this, just remember that your God is a faithful God. In Jesus' name.